Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It is your gal, Mickey Chicks Destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> why are you Mickey Chicks the Destroyer? No, Destroyer, Just, not the Destroyer. Why, why, well, why? What oh, have you well, been destroying? I mean, for some reason I got that school, that school, that name in school. Doing what? I don't know, nothing. It was just my um, username for everything was Mickey Chicks 8. I know that, but yeah. was the destroyer actually something people said? Also, yeah. that's a no. complete. No, people would say it, but I have no idea why. I think you've done something, but you're just not aware of it. Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it was more this girl who used to make like Pokemon names for people. Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> My words are not going to come out properly. I'm so this, exhausted. Yeah, this is going to be a podcast full of uh, ums and ahs and us trying to figure out how to put a sentence together. And what is growing in um, Cumbalidia. <laughs> what are you on about? Mate, pull your head in. For real. Cambodia. Cambodia. Yeah. Do you mean Colombia? We were literally, literally just talking about. So I saw this. I saw this meme. Probably already. Michaela knows. So it won't be as funny now. But it said, "I stopped eating Chinese because of COVID. I've stopped drinking vodka because of Russians. Colombia better not fuck it up." And Michaela goes, huh, huh. "She says that's because of weed, right?" <laughs> I was like, "No, babe, it's coke." And now she's just calling me called Columbia, no. Cambodia. I'm not sure. Well, I mushed the two together in the first word. Columbia. I'm not sure if um, Cambodia has any drug exports. I think they do. I think it's like heroin and opium, though. Oh, that sounds full on. Mm. Yeah, All right. the good stuff, you know? Well, we've had like a super exciting day today, even though we've both been super busy at work. It's why we're so exhausted about it. We're right. both exhausted from work, but then we also had a meeting today, which was so exciting. Yeah. Because we've literally had a meeting with about two different mortgage brokers now who have led us to pretty much a dead end of saying, no, nah, you need to save more, you need to save more, you need to save more. Today... We had a great meeting. Well, and they didn't just say you need to save more. They were asking us, "Yeah, what? Well, how much do you want?" And yeah. we were like, "Well, we don't know how much the house we're going to want to buy is going to be." Like, we're right. here thinking, "Isn't your job to get us the maximum amount?" Yeah, and then tell us you cannot go over that. Exactly right. And they were just like, no, like. No, you tell us what you want. It's like, well, we don't know useless. what we can get. Like, so today we had a mortgage broker who was a legend and pretty much said to us, this is what you can get. And then I said, okay, what about this option? And they were like, yep, you can do that. And it was only like a slightly bit less of yeah. what we could have borrowed if we did it. Gave us the all option. the options. Yeah. And basically in less than an hour. Yeah. We're now moving forward. Yeah. Did you finish all the paperwork this afternoon? No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no. I would have thought you would have just because. I have it you. all in the zip file. I just yeah. need to go through and make sure it's all current. Yeah. But I will, that's what one of my things I'm going to get done tonight. I just want to have it all ready, done, yeah. sent to her so that. Um, we can have pre approval and we can actually start. Buy our mansion. To buy a house. 
It will be a mansion compared to our one-bedding apartment. I know. I'm so excited. And, you know, it is so exciting for that. Like, this is all like a trickle-on effect for us because pretty much at the moment we've outgrown our apartment. And once we get our house, that means also extra storage for Guilty. Yeah. Guilty's outgrowing the Guilty is on the verge of needing a storage space. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, yeah, like houses. It just also just makes so much sense for us. Oh, we can, we need it. Like we need bigger. We I love our one-bedroom apartment and I love where we've been located, but we're kind of outgrowing, one, the one-bedroom apartment and, two, being where we're located because it's not really a benefit to us anymore. Yeah. We used to we used to use it to our advantage a lot. Like And now it's kind of made it more like our backyard that we live in the city. So it's, it's not as, as fun. Yeah. I mean like, it is we like, still have fun, but it, it, yeah, yeah, it is still fun. But it's like the standard of like you know, if you do like a lifestyle job kind of thing, like say you become a snowboard instructor, you kinda of get a bit bored of snowboarding because mm. you do it every day, like for a job, not for fun. Yeah. Like the city, it's not, it's different, but like we are just always in the city. Yeah. And it's so weird because like there's always new places opening up, but we don't really hear about them or go to them because we're here. Yeah. We but don't get as excited it's about It's not like, oh my God, there's a new place. Oh my God, let's make a yeah, night of it yeah. and go to the city. Like, yeah. Like it's more of like, okay, what do we have for dinner? Yep. Let's go out. Mm. Which I still love doing that. Like I actually love. My favourite thing to do is to go to restaurants and eat out. Like, I just love it because, to me, it's I don't have to think about cooking. I love tasting other people's cooking. Like, it's almost like a hobby for me. And then having, like, also trying to then recreate it. Yeah. Um, so it does excite me. But, I mean, moving out of the city is not going to stop us from doing that. It will just make it more exciting, I think. Yeah. And I just don't – I think, as well, there will be more opportunities to be social – at, at home. home, that's what which I'm is something so we we really we can I can count on one hand the amount of times people have come over here. I know, and it's so it sucks because we definitely can cater for people here, but it's not comfortable, it's, and it's like you feel a bit or like you're if someone gets everyone. drunk here or yeah. has too many, you kind of got to send them home. Yeah, or if there's a few people, only one person can stay. Yeah, like exactly. it just and it's like you, yeah, so it's they, a bit rude, not rude, but. Like, no one thinks that you're rude, but it feels a bit rude. Like, you want to cater for well, people because you know that if you were at theirs. And I just can't wait to have a huge, long dining table and be like, all right, everyone, family dinners on Sundays. Like, come on over. Yeah. Cook, I'll cook up a storm. We'll be all in the middle of the table, ready to go. Like, I just, I'm so excited for that. In the middle of the pool table? No, that'll be in another room. That'll be in the man's pad. <laughs> I don't... I don't. <laughs> Speaking of pads... <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I mean, what are you about to talk about so now? So James cut his arm open, and we don't know how. That's fine. But we decided that he had to take the dressing off because he's getting a bit gross, and we had no other dressing in our house for this cut, and there was no way I was going to sleep in the bed with an open wound. So luckily... No joke. It's a pretty legit cut. Oh, it's huge. I think you probably need stitches, which... Nah, I should be right. I mean... Speaking of our homemade pad bandage, I could definitely home make stitch you as well. No, I'm, I'm good on that. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, so I whipped out a pad and I folded it up and placed it on and band-aided it up. It looks really great. 
What did everyone at work say? Nothing. No one saw. I changed no. it. Oh, <laughs> I changed it before anyone got there. Embarrassed. It was the first thing I, I took it off in the morning before I even left home. I was like, I'm not wearing this out on the street. I look oh. like that guy out of the tampon app. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's so funny. I'm not going to lie, once you put the one on my arm, I thought about oh, it would be funny if I just stuck all the other ones on it. <laughs> Acted like I was in Star Wars. Yeah, you should have. But uh, yeah, there was an unknown accident on Saturday night, and um, I am not sure how my arm got cut open or anything that happened after we had a great dinner, to be honest. <laughs> Actually, so we went out for dinner and we ended up. Or you can eat sushi. Oh, or you can eat sushi. It was so good. Unbelievable. So good. And BYO. Yeah, that's so the that's the problem because we BYO'd and then we were like, all right, let's get another drink afterwards. And then Henry arrived and all else went to fail. No, but we love Henry. We love partying with Henry. He's the best. Like, he's so much fun to go out with. He is. He's good value. And we just, like, have the best time ever. But, oh, my God. like. I think James was dying for the last. I felt okay, like I was totally fine. Yeah, you were okay. I was. I still don't feel great. Yeah. Today, not like I don't feel hungover or anything. Just like a bit flat. Yeah. Oh, it's been hard to yesterday and today. Yesterday in particular was real hard to find the motivation, but I still did everything yeah. I needed to. And today was a little bit easier. But I'm like, it'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, you'll be fine. I hate it. <laughs> so, so I hate that feeling of like, oh, I've just got to grind this out for the next. Like I like when you have that motivation where it's just like, okay, like you don't have to try to be motivated. Yeah, you just do it, kind of thing. Um, but I think that doesn't even matter if you've had a big night out on that sort of thing in particular. Nah, that just comes and goes. Yeah, it's, it's like even. something good happens, you get excited and. And then you have it it's, down. Yeah. That's a, that's a, it's so hard to be motivated for consistent, like consecutive days in a row. Yeah. Like usually most of the time, like with my power list, it's like nine days. Nine days is usually where I can get to fairly easily. My record is like 19 days without having a day where I've not done everything I needed to. But it's like after nine days – it becomes real draining. Like, I just don't think we're equipped to be doing the exact same thing every day, though. I know I'm definitely not, and I am way comfortable with not doing the same thing every day. Like, I, I obviously have a routine of going to work and things like that, but in terms of making myself do the exact same thing every day and making sure I get it done, I don't do that. I don't hold myself to that much of account. Because I already know how much I'm doing. Like some things have to give, you know what I mean? I think things, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And there are days that things do give. Yeah. But I know that the more consistent I am, the better business and stuff goes. For oh, sure. for business, yeah. Like, I mean, I suppose... Not for, I, don't, I don't feel that way about personal life well, if you at look- all. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but you don't need like a routine. No, you Because like, you can kind of just watch. Consistency. Oh, it's not like, like <laughs> no, I want to be consistent with you. There's things I've, I thought you meant like routine stuff, but like 
No, yeah. Well, and I mean, I think if I look at it in terms of work, I definitely have a structure of how I, I've got a list, I get it done. Once I've finished, then I'm fine. But if I'm not, I'm like, like what I'm going to be doing tonight, working till hours of the night until it's done because my job is managing a very high up person and if I don't do it, then they fail. Do you know what I mean? And all the team fails. And, mm-hmm. like, I understand the whole concept of, oh, you know, it'll just be there again tomorrow. Yeah, it will be there again tomorrow with 500 other things that I have to get done that come up tomorrow too. So it's like if I – and this week's been a bit different because we've had, um, like, I'm not even going to go into detail because it's just too much, but we've had – very long meetings where I've had to listen to the whole thing to make sure that nothing's coming up for us to deal with. And it takes so much time out of the day. And I can multitask somewhat in those meetings, but not to the extent of what my job is actually needing to do. So, yeah, this week has been a bloody nightmare and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I know you say the same thing about me with, working and business and stuff you worry that it's too much but I wonder about the same thing at you at work I've got to that point this week going holy shit yeah because it's I mean that's because I've seen what happened to my mum though as well oh I would never let it get to that point yeah and I mean I'm not saying that she did but and I know that your personalities are totally different as well I mean well, actually, they're very similar. I mean, basically, when it comes to work. Yeah, like, like for me, work, you're, I... No, I, the easiest way to explain it that you understand is if you and my mum tried to cook the exact same meal oh, yeah. at the same, it would take my mum three hours to cook a steak sandwich and it would take you, which I know after this, because you're cooking them, it's going to take about 15 minutes. Yeah. And everything will be clean, tidy. I'll be on the couch with my steak. I'll have time to shower, sit down, and you'll be like, dinner's ready. But I find this, and you know what? To me, that's just how my brain works. There's no, no, like there's nothing that I can tell you that I'm doing. Like, do you know what I mean? It's so hard for me to say, yeah, I do it like this because blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, I could. I could totally show you the process of me cooking steak sandwiches. But it, the way my brain works is like it knows. It's and, productive. And I've Your been, brain's productive. Well, I've been trying to teach um, a colleague this at work because I just noticed that I, I delegate work to them. And I have tried so many different ways now on – like trying to get them to realize what you should prioritize first and what you shouldn't and like it's even spelling it out for them but still they just get so caught up in this like fine detail that doesn't actually matter to them now like they're reading an email and they're reading the wrong part of the email they should have just read the part at the bottom where it says by COB blah 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 you know yeah whereas my my brain just skims it quickly like knows exactly what I need to get done does it and so Trying to teach someone that is really hard when you just do it naturally. And I hate, I'm not trying to sound cocky, but it's like my brain just does it automatically and I don't have to think about it. Mm. But then trying to teach someone. And, you know, for me as a manager, I see it as it's my job 
to make sure that this person is doing their job correctly. Well, it is as well because if you do decide to go on leave, exactly, I want you, her. You're not yeah. going to want to go on leave if she's not up to scratch. No, and I want them to know exactly what's going on. So, like, yeah, like it's my job to make that happen, but it's also really hard to teach. Yeah. And I want to like be able to give different opinions of different ways so that or different learning mechanisms. There is also um, this is in a book I read or listened to. I can't remember. I think I read this one actually called Good to Great, but it's about like yeah, you should as a manager be teaching people the necessary skills, right? But there's some people who just aren't designed for certain roles. Like yeah. that's it doesn't mean they're a bad worker. And I don't I'm not saying that this is the no. case because I don't see her work. Yeah. And you've always there's always good and bad things to say about everyone. Yeah. But like that's another thing you gotta like as a manager. I know you're it's just her, but like it makes you wonder, is that the right role? Well and that's what my new boss is telling teaching me at the moment is how she sees people in our workplace and how she can um identify whether that role's right for them or not. Yeah, that's and, that's a really hard thing to do. Well she's, she's really good at she's it. She's really good at that. That's yeah. awesome. That's a good skill. But it's also then you have to have that conversation on how you're going to get them into the right role as well. So it's almost it's I always I like to refer back to the um sandwich so you provide good feedback with your not so good feedback and then yeah but you're great <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the tactic you've learned is it this is well that's is that from your course uh, your oh yeah course? i've learned that through a lot of leadership i've courses. not heard that one before yeah so it's a like it's a leadership skill but it's pretty much talking to like i mean it's being real mm. let's be honest because a lot of people can't have that conversation so it's just giving them a template on how to do it yeah and look evie started to decide to play toys <laughs> at least she's got a new collar so it's not as bad as the last yeah. one oh. <laughs> <laughs> um it's you also got to know eve come on dude <laughs> shut up enough um you do also have to know though who you are in a role yeah like if you're in a role and you i mean there's a difference between not wanting to be in a role because you just don't want to work <laughs> like yeah but that's, that's one of the much... that's one of the crappy things about there is the, you can pick the, that though yeah but the majority of jobs out there are not what people want to do don't you think would you agree i mean I don't think it's necessarily that. I just think the ma- the majority of people want life to be easy. Yeah, everyone. So, would, you'd rather just get paid seventy grand a year to yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, so for me, doing the extra hours tonight doesn't faze me because I know how much I'm getting paid, hmm. and I know that my role is this, and I want to be good at my role. Hmm. So I'll do that for it. You, under, you, un, you understand it's a part of the role is putting in the extra work yeah. when it has to be done. And, of course, I wouldn't do that every single night. And, yeah, the last couple of weeks have been a bit full on, but I always know there's light at the end of the tunnel. 
So it's yeah. not like a, holy shit, I'm dying. It's a, yep, do it, done. It'll be fine. Yeah, that's fair enough. And we've we got some holiday plans coming up this year. Yet, really? yet to be confirmed going to Mackay. But also, um, I don't know what your work's like, but little mid-year break. Europe? I don't think that's happening. Why? Because of Russia. Yeah, we can go to Italy. I don't think so. Why not? I wouldn't want to risk it. Risk it with the biscuit? <laughs> the only reason I'll be going to Italy is if I get conscripted. No. <laughs> Michaela, Michaela said to well, me yesterday, she's like, they start doing conscription here in Australia. We'll just we'll just dress you up as a girl. You don't have to dress you up. You're already <laughs> That's so mean. We'll just let my hair down, shave my beard. Yeah, you know what? I've just been, like, the last couple of days, I really – it's hard for me because I don't like watching the news, but I also want to know what's going on in life just just to be sure, you know, just to know, just know, to know if I have to flee the country or not. But – it's been like really kind of on my mind that if war starts here, like do we make a backpack for Eve and strap her to her, us so that we can all run together? Because I don't Where want are you going to run? I don't know. I just feel like that it happens and we have to run. Your, your emergency plan's crap. Let's just start running. I'd rather stay here where we've got food. Like, but what if it bombs down and then what we What if it bombs stuck? us while we're running? Well, I'd prefer to be on foot so I could see and dodge. You know? I don't, you're not dodging a missile, mate. Who do you think you are, Superman? You're not Wonder Woman. Well, I mean, I just, okay. in this scenario, I would want Evie strapped to me or to you, and then I'd want to make sure that your arm is connected to mine somehow so we don't lose each other. <laughs> this is all this is all that goes through my brain and then i think okay where's our base gonna be is it, we're gonna just have to make sure all the family go to like one house so it'll be like dad i think we should all go to dad's house because it's pretty like huge so we'll go to dad's house mum john mama your mum louie your dad alinka the girls all to dad's and then we're all together and if we die we all die together yeah, I mean, it's a good plan as any, I suppose. But I don't think if that happens, you're getting much of a warning. Well, you see on the news at the moment that they're there and all the families are just closing their windows and, like... Yeah, it's a bit... It's... I ha I don't have much... I know it's going on, but, like... My knowledge base of it is very small like you because I don't watch the news. Mm. And also that's kind of been terrifying me. So like, and I can get caught up thinking about shit at the best of times. Yeah. And like, it's not like I walk around just talking about it, but I just think about it. Yeah. And like, I think, well, what's the fucking point? Like, I get that no, thought I in my head, which I is totally. like not a healthy thought to have sometimes. Yeah, I think so as well because that's like me and death. Like I have these weird-ass thoughts. It's so weird to me because I can talk about it and I'm fine. But I get into moments where I have these thoughts about death and it's like my brain 
it's like it's like my eyes are going back into my brain and then coming back again and then going back into my brain and then coming back again because it's like is it just gonna be black like I can't imagine nothing nothing for or forever you know like for me I've never been nothing forever so how do you imagine that like so my eyes are just like whoa black oh well you wouldn't know it was nothing for for forever but that's if scary. it is if it is nothing you'll never know but how do I know you won't. No, but how do I know that I won't know? <laughs> oh, well, maybe I will know. Maybe I'll be imagine, laying in a Imagine that. If, imagine if you just die and you look at Black. the back of your fucking That's eyelids forever. That would be the worst. That's so scary. Exactly. So <laughs> that is literally hell. I know. What if you're in, in the ground being eaten and you can't feel it, but you're just black. Everything's black and you don't know when it's going to end. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Yeah, that's what I think about. Yeah, I don't think about that at all. Yeah, well, I'm glad because I would never wish that upon anyone. No. <laughs> I think there's either something. I think there's going to be something that happens after death. I don't know if you'll be aware of it, though. Yeah. But if it is nothing, that doesn't concern me because I don't think you're just going to be... If, but if you're aware of nothing, that's fucked. But if it is just nothing, it's like, oh, well, had a good 50, 60, 70, 80 years, whatever it is. Yeah. Hope, hopefully at least 70. I would like to go. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go into like old, you know, 100 years old, struggling to walk, sick every day. I wouldn't mind kind of being thing. as old as I can. My biggest thing would be I would oh. See, I'm a bit of a iffy about this one. I would hate to get Alzheimer's, but then I also think actually you wouldn't know. But sometimes they do know. Yeah. And that all that when they're aware of the confusion, it'd be horrible. Yeah. By the time we're that age, there could be a lot of different um, medical things going on though, around stuff like oh Alzheimer's. Oh my god! I just hope it's not AI. That's, that's, a, that's actually what I think about a little too much. Yeah. And like, oh, shit. It's scary. Anyways, people, it is time for Steak Sangers. Yeah, before we get on to AI because yeah, it's because a whole, that's other a conversation. whole other conversation. Maybe next week. Maybe, Maybe next week. Maybe. It scares me, though. Peace out. Peace out with you. Have a good week, y'all. You didn't say it. Oh, have a good week. Oh, oh, oh. That is a horrible way to end the podcast. <laughs> Speak to you next week, y'all. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to the Put Your Phone Down podcast. This is a weekly podcast where your average Aussie couple sits down once a week to cover any topic we feel like and completely ignore our phones. My name's James. And my name's Michaela. Now put your fucking phone down.